We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to another episode of Come On Down, the Game Show Podcast. I'm John Baker. And I'm 2021. Welcome. Oh, Jonathan Motney. Welcome to 2021, where everything is better now. Yeah, I mean, I feel great. I've lost weight. I only eat um, edamame now, and I get all the nutrients that I need. So it's cheap. It's effective. I don't know why the chemistry of my body has changed, but... Wow. What a year. I know. What a year this is already. And we can just end it right now, please. Thank you. All right. Great. And uh, we will see you guys next time. <laughs> um, today, we are going to talk about a British show. That's your best British accent? A British tele. Uh, the only way I know how to make my British accent sound semi-legitimate is... Uh, Taking down the the, the the coffee, I don't. I'm trying don't. to think of the word that <laughs> ends in th, but you say an f sound. Oh, like thank you. Yes, exactly. Today we're gonna be talking about Taskmaster. 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 Your Taskmaster is us today. <laughs> is us. We are your Taskmaster. The rain in Spain falls mainly, mainly on the, the plain. plain. Boom, crushed it. Yeah, Taskmaster is a British show. It airs in Britain, mm -hmm. primarily. Is it BBC? No, so it's on a network called Dave. Cool, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, the Cut It Out network. <laughs> no, yeah, this, so in, like, we, it, this is a public channel in the uk like we've got abc nbc cbs they've got bbc dave okay they've also got channel four which is now on as of this year but it has previously been airing on dave mm -hmm. which Does is a much better stand name for something or no it's dave i think a guy who started it was just named dave yeah and he was like hello Hello. I get to name this. I'm a channel now. Uh, I mean, it's the same, like, oh, Columbia. It's named after Christopher Columbus or whatever. Mm -hmm. So once Dave discovered this channel, he was like, Dave. Yeah, but at least there was a slight adjustment to Columbus. Uh, fair. You think it was like Dave work or Dave network, Dave channel? I don't know. Yeah. Instead of just Dave. But hey, I mean, listen, good for Mr. Coulier. Congratulations <laughs> on your TV network on Dave. But yeah, Taskmaster is on Dave. It's mm. been airing there since 2015. It's still currently airing. It's a current show. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It, so, so the history of, of it is pretty cool too. So it was started by this guy named Alex Horn. He's a British comedian. I don't know him from anything else. Mm -hmm. I don't know all the British comedians, I guess. But Alex Horn is one of them. And... In 2009, I think one of his comedian friends like 
So there's the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Sounds edgy. Uh, it's also known as the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. I think that's its formal name, but I think people just call it Edinburgh Fringe or Fringe. Sounds whatever. like, is it like a just for laughs situation? So it, not quite. It's basically, so in Edinburgh, Scotland, there, and that's spelled like Edinburgh, for those of you who just want to look this up online or something, mm-hmm. but it's pronounced Edinburgh. Um, there was a festival started in like 1947 called like the Edinburgh International Festival. And there were some theater troops that weren't like invited to perform. They weren't, you know, culturally significant enough. And this festival was overtaking the entire city, all of their venues and things like that for the festival. And so a couple like local theater troops set up their own thing in whatever available theater space they could get at the time and it was a you know more alternative sure. and that became the edinburgh fridge festival fridge fringe festival i would go to both <laughs> obviously i mean maytag is there kohler seal uh whirlpool mm-hmm. but this the and i believe the edinburgh international festival still exists alongside this as well uh but the edinburgh fridge festival God damn it, I did it again. Okay, it's not funny anymore. (laughs) One time was funny. (laughs) Two times is too much. Is, I think, one one of the biggest international events in the world now. So this festival that was initially started to stick it to, quote, the man, Mm -hmm. another bigger, probably more pompous, has now become overtaken that one. Yeah, yeah, I think this one's bigger, and it's one of the biggest draws in the world, like, it gets more people to Scotland than anything else every single year. Than Scotch. Yeah. It's good because the Scotch kind of demotivates you. It doesn't get you to <laughs> also, places. Also, it's sold everywhere. So, Well, yeah, but I mean, think about all the people who go to like Kentucky for bourbon. For uh, incest. Whoa. <laughs> it's legal list- there. It's legal there. <laughs> I don't think that's true, first of all. I need I to talk to a lawyer then. I think you've offended... <laughs> A large swath of our listening audience right now is very offended. And I mean, this, I'm from Texas, so uh, I can say that and, stuff. And I was waiting to see who this episode is brought to us by, but it seems like our sponsor dropped out at the last minute. Yeah, they actually just heard that joke, and it was <laughs> they, a sp- it was a sponsor. It was a PSA for why incest is not that bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's... And I just got a text message right now. Uh, you won't see it on the video, uh, but I you did get it. I did get it. Yeah. And they dropped out. Oh, that's a shame. I, I, so like, I was like guessing, like, what sponsor will you have gotten? Like, it's going to be like, you know, the first episode of 2021. I thought it was going to be something like um, New Cheers Resolution, where Ooh. Sam and Diane um, come to do your resolution for about you. About Sam and Diane. No, that's a that's that's unreal. That's Jack and Diane. Oh, and that is a John Cougar Mellencamp song. Okay. Cheers. That's a real that. name? Melon Camp is a real name? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds fake. I mean, it's just a person's name. Mm. Motney? Motney? Not, not Monty. Or like a normal name, to be clear. Monty's not normal. Well, then how come everybody calls you that? The because they're stupid. Oh, okay. I can't help that everybody I talk to that is always bungled. By the way, before we move forward, yeah. if any people that work with me are listening to this 
My name is spelled J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. Oh, like Joe Nathan. If you ever get confused, it's on the email that I sent you. In at the, the bottom. At the bottom? Correct. Why? Do people not spell Jonathan There's a guy that I work with, and he's a rep at another... What's his name? I'm not going to say it. And he was a, he's a okay, rep. Okay, fine. Don't What's his last name? He's a rep at another company, and... I've worked with him for four and a half years, and <clears throat> to this day, I received an email today from him, J-O-H-N-A-T-H-O-N. So literally, everything you can do to bungle my name is thrown into this bungle stew, and then he just spits it out. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that he spells John correctly, J-O-H-N, that's the obvious proper spelling of John. just had to get that out. 2021 as, is as a year for just airing your grievances. Ooh, get them I out. Like I'm it. done with 2021 is the best of years. I'm done holding it in. I appreciate it. I respect it. We just watched and that I episode. The Festivus episode. Yeah. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us. But yeah, so the, the Fringe Festival mm. in Edinburgh, Scotland is where this all kind of started. So Thank you. Thank you. That's how you say it in Scottish. I know. That's more... English than Scottish. What's the difference? But uh, well, they're different. Like, like a lot of like, different. A lot different. Okay. I mean, they're the same country, kind of. Yeah, that's right. That's they're what both. I say. They're united, is what I would say. Mm, Brexit In, into like a kingdom. Mm, Brexit. Well, no, that just means they're like not with like <laughs> France and Germany and Czech Republic anymore, mm. or whatever. Or Czechoslovakia. That's not a thing anymore. Can we just move on from geography? Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> that was you, I think. <laughs> Um, so Alex Horn, I think one of his comedian friends basically like won, I don't know, best in show or whatever, like he was a dog or something. And <laughs> he, the, the year prior, like in 2008 or 2009 mm-hmm. at the Fringe Festival. And there's a bug flying around me right now. I don't like it. I clean your house every once in a while. Pig pen. Have you watched, did you watch Charlie Brown Christmas? <laughs> no, it's too depressing. It's on Apple TV. Uh. Plus, if you've got a trial membership. Anyway, how how do you feel about uh, Christmas music? Do you love like it? it? Yeah, I saw you have a uh, damn it, <laughs> this little bug. I saw you had a, a Perry Como Christmas LP over yeah. on your record player. Well, we went one year and we we had I had just bought her John to the record player and we didn't have any records and it was around this time last year. And we were like, we don't have a single Christmas record. So yeah. I started calling record. It was 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, on none Christmas of these... Eve? No, but it was close. And I was like, oh man, none of these places are going to be open. And I called a place down uh, Greenville. It's like a 10 minute drive. And the guy Good picked records. up and I was like, hey, uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, good records. It's not on Greenville anymore, but yes. Oh, yeah, it moved. Something similar. It's a guy, it's an independent contractor, okay. essentially. And it's next to a pie place that we really like. Mm. And he picked up and I was like, hey, are you open? And he goes, uh, what time do you want to come in? And I, I said, what are your hours? And he's like, well, I'm in the store now. Are you guys close? And I was like, yeah, we're about 10 minutes away. He's like, okay, I'll just hang out here for the next 30 minutes. And so we showed up and it was a dude. Exactly how you think he would look based on interaction is how he looked. How long was his hair? Long white hair. Okay. <laughs> very chill, very hippie. Uh, has done lots of recreational drugs. Probably had quite a few spiritual trips. Respect. And we he showed us some Christmas albums. It was Bear because it was close to Christmas. Also, it was there a was very a small bear? shop. It was a Bear album. Okay. 
and we have like five random Christmas albums. Nice. Yeah. Is that Perry Como album? Is just is it all just the girl from Ipanema, but with the words changed to Christmas? So I don't know anything about Perry Como. I'm oh. sure that was a great <laughs> reference or joke. Um, these are all just classic Christmas songs sung oh, by him. Oh. All I know is that he, uh, I mean, he sang a lot of standards, but he, I think he had the most, at least what I believe to be the one of the most well-known versions of the girl from Ipanema. You okay. Know? You know that song? I don't. It goes, uh, the girl from... Uh, I don't really know the words other than the girl from Ipanema. But here, I'll do a uh, a musical elevator jazz rendition of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That song? You yeah. know that one? It's a good minor note. Thank you. Yes. I, I absolutely have heard that song. Yeah. He does a he does a good version of it. Okay. The only record I want is the Michael Bublé Christmas album, and I cannot find it. Have you checked Target.com? I mean, yes, I'm sure, but okay. I want to go to a cool record store and pick it out. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway, so the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes. I said I said that properly. You that said time, it twice correctly way. now. Thank you. Um, Alex Horn wanted to set something up for the 2010 Fringe Festival. And so what he did is he took like 20 of his comedian friends and he started sending them tasks to do that he would judge. The first task was distribute money into my bank account person who distributes the most money wins that's so smart and and so he sent them tasks throughout the year to do and then at the 2010 fringe festival he put on a two-hour show that was him going through all of the tasks and what all the people did and then crowning a winner of the annual taskmaster that was probably a great show yeah and so we did the same thing with 10 more comedians the next year for the 2011 festival and then in 2015 dave called him the actual network made a phone call oh no this guy that i know (laughs) (laughs) um and and they offered to make it into a tv series okay and so it then became a TV series, and he they hired another comedian named Greg Davies to play the Taskmaster, who is assigning all the tasks. And Alex Horn is the assistant to the Taskmaster, and he's kind of the one out monitoring and leading them. Oh, okay. All the competitors in the tasks. Why did they hire a new guy? Because he didn't want to be the Taskmaster. Oh, okay. He, they wanted somebody like... A more authoritative figure. That other guy's way more authoritative. Right, exactly. So that works. So they wanted a more authoritative figure and he's so he plays it better that in that sense. And he's he's still a comedian. He's still like he was on I only have he's seen him. He's very funny. Yeah. I've only seen him on the Inbetweeners. I don't know if you ever saw that. I've seen so many ads for it and okay. never seen it. Um and I, it was is the reason that I originally signed up for Netflix. The Inbetweeners? The Inbetweeners. Because somebody was like, You should watch this show, it's on Netflix. And it was like 2009 and I didn't Did you get it on DVD? No, it was the streaming. It was when I originally Uh, signed up for the streaming. It was like somebody said, you should watch this show on Netflix. And I think it was like $6 for the streaming only version at the time. Oh, man. If if, uh, if, if only. You really struggled to say if only there. (laughs) Well, I had a a stroke and you didn't ask me if I was okay. okay, Are you? you? I don't care. Anyway, (laughs) so I signed up to watch The Inbetweener. He played one of the teachers on the show. Anyway, he's the taskmaster. They each season has five comedians or 
funny people of some notoriety in the UK. Again, I don't really know who these people are because yeah, I mean, like it's if you if it's it's if you watch the Voice in another air part of the area or the world, you're like, I have no idea who these people are, but right. they're I guess usually they're pretty popular. In that place. Yeah, yeah. And so there's five people each series. They don't call them seasons over there. That's another weird, confusing thing. Series. They call it. Thank you for the series. <laughs> I don't think you're getting better. Uh, <laughs> the so there are five people, and they're the same five people for the entire series. And like the first one was five episodes or six episodes, and mm-hmm. each series has kind of been variable number of episodes. I think there are like ten episodes now. Uh, there was like five, then there was six, then there was eight. Now there's ten. And they still do one-off specials from time to time where it's just a one-off group of people doing the tasks. Yeah. But so they get they get five people and they do, I think depending on time, because it's like an hour-long show, they will be assigned three or four out-of-studio tasks. So while they're filming the show, they will give these people whatever these tasks are and they'll be delivered in like a sealed envelope to them. From the Taskmaster. With a sick wax seal. Yeah. I love wax seals. We don't ever do it. I I think... We do it when we drink uh, Maker's Mark. I think I'm going to get a wax seal for like anything that I need to send in the mail from now on. How often do you send things in the mail? Almost never. Okay. So... So I don't have to buy that much wax. Do you think that you would send... Begin to send more things if you had the wax seal? Yeah. I would start paying my bills by check. (laughs) And send that in with a wax wax seal. seal. (laughs) I think that would be pretty cool. It looks awesome. Like I would send Christmas cards with a wax seal. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. No more licking. Like, what if you get a paper cut on your tongue? What if you never had to deal with that COVID from there? There are people that have that weird like sponge pen that has. I've never seen that. You fill it with water, and it's like a sponge on the end, and so Uh you just like when you press it, the liquid comes out. So you just press it against the thing. I mean, that's like the lazy person. That's way. cheating. Yeah, that's completely cheating. I'm doing wax seal from now on. I've decided it. I'm going to find a website. If you are a wax seal website and you would like to be featured on this podcast, all you got to do is give me a free wax sealing kit. That's fine. Is that fair? I will wax seal my skin if you need me to. Wow. Remember when you we took you to get your... Body hair waxed one time, Correct. like 10 years ago, right? Uh-huh. How'd that go? I mean, it was terrible. Have you kept it up? No. No? No, I have not. I do more of a trim situation now, not a full uh, reshaping. Well, I remember we went to a waxing place, and we, me, you, and our it friend was, Fran. It was Depil Brazil. All Depil Brazil was the name of it. Mm-hmm. So they just got a free shout out. Um, but we're about to criticize them. So they, <laughs> me, you, and our friend Fran, we all lived together in a, in a townhome. In a townhome, a three-story townhome Correct. at the time. And that's where the Papa Perch began. That's true. And so we took you to a waxing place because we wanted to watch you get waxed because No, you wanted to film it. Right. And Fran brought a video camera. Yeah. And then the woman was like, no videos. <laughs> Not allowed. And it was very... a very small room, and we're all shoved yeah, in there. And they were very strict about us not videoing it. For some reason. I'm sure it has liability purposes. I don't know. Maybe we should have like slipped her a $2 bill or something. With a whole bunch of wax seal on it. I've got it with me wherever I go. I'm like, you think I'm going to let that wax seal out of my sight the second <laughs> I get it? 
But yeah, so why were we talking about wax seals? Oh, the wax seal is on the envelope that they get the task in. So the people We're not gonna finish the story about Fran secretly recording. Oh yeah, he secretly recorded and it was then. going to, and I quote, play it at your wedding. Did he? No, because he lost it. What an idiot. He's the worst. Uh, especially after making a promise like that. It was more that's, of a threat than it was a promise. It's kind of fucked up that he didn't follow through on that promise that he made you about your big day. <laughs> I think it's I think it's messed up, and I don't want to be his friend anymore. It's okay. He made up for it by calling me on my wedding day about an hour from the wedding and asking me, Hey, I'm at Nebraska Furniture Mart. What do you want for your wedding? Did you say like a couch? I said, I don't know. Get me a knife set. And he goes, Oh, it's so boring. Well, also, he's at a so furniture start, store. So he just started naming things he was walking by and goes, oh, uh, I don't know, like Nespresso. Do you have a Nespresso machine? And I go, I don't. Yes, get that. I get that. Took it back, by the way. Took oh, it no. back to Nebraska Furniture back? Mart. What'd you get? Uh, we just have a hundred and something dollars voucher. Nice. We have, we'll probably use it for furniture. Oh, nice. But I couldn't tell Fran I want a couch. Actually, I should have done that. I should have absolutely it was a said, huge missed opportunity. buy me a sick couch. Like with like recl- uh, automatic recliners yeah. and stuff like that. He would have been excited by it, so he might have done it. Right. Because he's easily entertained because he's simple. But <laughs> the wax seal is on the envelope that they open that has their task in it. Yeah. And this all takes place at the Taskmaster house individually. There's only one person there mm-hmm. along with Alex Horn, who is like I said, kind of supervising yes, each of the things. And so this is at the Taskmaster house, which is basically just a uh, an, an abandoned or, or old groundskeeper's house off a golf course somewhere. And so the tasks always take place kind of in or around this area. Because originally they were going to do it at the homes of each of the people. <laughs> And they found that to be uh, too expensive and difficult and time-consuming. Yeah. So they bring them to the Taskmaster house. But again, there's only one person there at a time doing the task. And they're not allowed to talk about it afterwards or anything because they're coming on different days and things yeah. like that. So they get their task. And the tasks are all over the place. Yes. A lot of it reminds me of like... Um, like high school physics where it's like who who can build a bridge that holds the most weight out of just newspaper and <laughs> glue. Yeah. Like that's what and a, a lot... whole bunch of that expanding foam that makes <laughs> yeah. that you sort of cheating. I used with. a shit ton of that. It said <laughs> adhesive on the bottle. So, yeah, yeah. And you said we could use adhesive. So some of the tasks just through a random smattering episodes that I've pulled out. Maybe you've had some favorites that you'd want to call out as well. Some of them that I liked were while blindfolded, blow up and tie a balloon so that its circumference circumference is the same length as a cucumber. <laughs> so while blindfolded, you have to blow up a balloon to the size of uh-huh. the length of a cucumber. And whoever is closest wins. Um, make the tallest tower using food cans. And greet Alex every 10 seconds while saying you're from a different country. <laughs> So you're building a food tower and saying, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm from Scotland. Hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm from Portugal. Every 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Um, buy a gift for the taskmaster with 20 pounds. Mm. And whoever gets him the best gift based on his judging wins. 
Get to a microwave in as few steps as possible. <laughs> and a lot of these are like you're trying to find creative solutions. Some of them also feel like trust fall type exercises or team building things where you've got to find the creative solution to yeah. the problem. Get information from a Swedish person who may not communicate in English. Okay. Empty a bathtub without removing the plug or moving the bathtub. That was a crazy one. Um, travel as... Oh, so, so this one, you get taken to a random spot while blindfolded. And now you have to travel as far as possible in three minutes while blindfolded. And then you're unblindfolded. And now you have to return to where you started, even though you don't know where you started. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, so those are those were some of the fun ones that that I saw that I thought were cool. And so all these people do these under Alex's supervision. And then there is a studio portion of the show as well. Yeah. So the studio portion is filmed with a live audience. In a very nice theater. Yes. And the taskmaster, Greg Davies, is there along with Alex Horn. And all five of the competitors are there sitting across from them. And they're now playing clips from each of them doing their tasks. Yeah. And so this is the whole show that you're actually watching is them sitting in the theater, going through all this, giving commentary. And these people, they've not talked about it at all. They've never seen any recordings or clips of their uh, task completions Mm -hmm. up until this moment. And this is where a lot of the fun and humor comes from, from people being made fun of for their pathetic attempts at these (laughs) things uh, or seeing somebody else do it in a different way and be like, oh, shit, that's how I should have done it, whatever. Um, Although there's no technical right way to do it. Originally, they were going to do at the end of each task showing the quote-unquote correct way to have done it. But then they decided there's no such thing as a correct way. Yeah. Any way that gets the job done works. That would limit your fun, creative tasks like i feel like right if your limit is whatever's funniest then the sky is the limit right so and then at the end of each task that they show they like i said they go through each person's attempt at it and then greg davies the taskmaster awards the winner based on whoever did the best sometimes creativity comes into play sometimes people are disqualified for (laughs) breaking the rules in one way or another etc um and usually like the person who did the best gets five points going down four, three, two, one. Yeah. So then at the end of the show, after these three or four offsite tasks are replayed, there is one in studio final task live before live your very eyes that must be done. So it's obviously a little bit less convoluted than some of this stuff where mm-hmm. you have to walk the furthest distance while blindfolded in three minutes. Yeah. Obviously you can't really do that on a yeah. stage in front of a studio audience. It's not like slap the closest can the viewer in the face as hard as you can it's not that no should it be no (laughs) oh okay i don't want to go to that show okay so so yeah they do one final task live in front of the audience which is a little simpler and is quite frequently more often something along the lines of build the tallest tower etc because that's the stuff that you can do with limited supplies in front of a studio audience the one i saw was pop this tent as fast as you can get in the tent put on a onesie and come out the front of the tent, <laughs> which is the thing we do every day. And so classic, I crushed it. Uh, it was great. It was fun. People were cheating. They're always cheating. <laughs> and so then after that one, the 
total scores are totaled or accumulated and you find out who's the winner of that mm-hmm. episode. One thing I didn't mention is at the very beginning of the episode, the prize task is introduced. And that varies every single episode. So you're not competing for money. You're not competing for riches yeah. here. What you are competing for are items brought by all of the other contestants on the show, which have a specific theme around them. So the prize task might be bring your most meaningful item. Bring the trendiest clothing item you have. Bring the coolest blue item that you have. Yeah. Bring your best chair. Your best sheep-related item. <laughs> All sorts of things. I mean, there's been 84 episodes so far. So there's a new, the best this or most important this or most meaningful this every single episode. And the winner of the show wins everybody else's crap. That thing. Yeah. Um. So it's a fun way to do it, especially because these people are, like we said, people of some note, at least in England, think. on their little island yeah. that they live on over there. Sure. Um. So these are not necessarily people that need to be winning $50,000 or whatever it is. And so that adds a little more fun and comedy to it as well. Also, originally, there were a a lot more things that involved regular people interacting with regular people. Okay. They've kind of gone away from that. They... They, because they didn't want it to seem too much like a prank show or something like that. Yeah. But like I saw one that I thought was really great where it was um, order a pizza. And it was like order a pizza with extra cheese, no tomato sauce, um, with like these with pepperoni and sausage and anchovies on mm-hmm. it or something like that. But you can't say any of those words. <laughs> So it's good. And oh, it, was, it had to be a large pizza also. And so like the, the words you can say were like large pizza, cheese, salt, etc. Yeah. So it was it was a lot of people calling pizza places and being like, yeah, can I get the uh, the biggest um, the big what, 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 do, what do you guys have there? What are the things? Oh, God, I'm, I'm blanking right now. What's that? What's that thing you have? Pizza. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. That, the, the, the biggest one you have. What's the biggest one? Like, large. large. Yeah, exactly. And do none, it. I want you to do it. None of that. Uh, none of the. None of the. None of the red stuff. What's the sauce? Yes. 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 No. No red stuff. Um, extra. Um, what's the? Oh, what's that stuff that comes from the cow? That's that's on the top. That's on milk. The top of it. No. 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 Yeah. No. But but after it's that. After it's the milk. Cheese. Uh, yes. 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 Extra that. Uh, and I, I just can't imagine what like the person on the other end of the like, phone is going me. through. Like, what is happening right now? Yeah. I'd be so confused by that. But so stuff like that is really funny. Um, but they, like I said, they kind of shied away from involving people, so it didn't seem like they're pranking people because that's not what the show is about. It's yeah, about you completing difficult tasks. Can I take a quick, just a quick little side I step here? I would love here? for you to do that. So, kids, YouTubers, who are doing the pranks, yeah, you need to take it easy. <laughs> wow, the pranks are. Usually, why do you keep putting mean, the in front of pranks? Why mean, is it the pranks mean spirited? You're not on YouTube as much as I am, I don't think, right? Are you constantly surfing I, YouTube? I'm with, on it sometimes. Okay, I, so are you familiar? Have it? you seen the trends I've seen of prank videos young on YouTube? kids who think that pranking is going into crowded places and making everybody uncomfortable? Going into the grocery store and licking the top of an ice cream and putting it back on the shelf, yes, things like that, yes, correct, right? So, I do freelance work. 
on Fiverr. Fiverr. What's Fiverr? Explain it to the people at home. It's just a platform that you can sell whatever. If you do coding, you can anything? sell code. No, not anything. It's not the okay. Silk Road. Okay. Just and checking. a guy reached out to me, and he was closer to our age. I kind of understand it if you're a younger kid, like you're trying to find your way in the world. You think this stuff's funny because you don't know any better, whatever. But this guy was our age and he was like, hey, I want some pranks. I'm kind of running out of ideas. Give me some pranks to oh, do. Oh, prank ideas. Yes. So he's he had a YouTube channel? Was that this guy's yes. thing? Yes. Okay. He gets around 20,000 views a, um, a video. Okay. And so I was immediately turned off because his pranks fall into that same, I'm going to be an asshole in public. Okay. But I'm a whore for money. And also I said, I'll give you 15 ideas for $75. And he said, okay. And I was like, I didn't think that was going to work, but sure. Okay. Were so your I, ideas like, give somebody $5. They Go were introduce yourself to somebody and shake their hand. Not far off from that. Uh, like the one, the one I did on the first iteration that I didn't feel great about was go give ugly people a gift card to plastic surgery. That's pretty mean. I know. So I didn't feel good about it, but I still sent it. And then he comes back to me and he goes, hey, these were fine, but I want these to make people uncomfortable or make them angry. He's like, I, I need you to keep that in mind for the next rendition. He's like, I only like three or four of these. And I was like, God. So the next round I gave him were things that he would get arrested for in public. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like exposing himself. Oh, okay. People would get angry about that. That's good. I know. He I was like, dude, people would be well. so upset if you, you know, pissed your pants and then took them off. And uh, he liked the second rendition of Frank's. So we did he might... do any of them? Have you bought one? This was this? a week ago. You know, oh, it takes okay. him a while to film those and edit it. So I don't know. So this I'm is not like... going to check and see because I'm already ashamed of it. But I made a, a, a I made a personal uh, boundary to not give anybody prank ideas because it makes me enraged as an adult to see kids go around and just fuck with people and be like this is these are pranks these are fun pranks everybody likes and uh yeah i'm glad to know that the price of your morality is 75 dollars. yeah for sure for 15 ideas (laughs) yeah um so hey mike what's up well he just called me too why are you answering the phone (laughs) i declined the call we're recording a pot we're recording a podcast we're in the middle of recording right now uh yeah say some stuff Okay, I don't, I don't uh, think they could thanks, hear dude. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. What's so important, do you think? I don't know, but that was our first phone call on air. Hey, if you guys want to call in, um, don't because it's rude. It's really unless you're Mike Brandy, it's kind of tight. It's really rude. I don't know. Do you think something big and important happened in this life? It didn't sound like it. Uh, but then why is he calling all of us at six o'clock at night? Probably just to say what's up. Okay, I respect that. Okay. Anyway, the the goal of the show is to win all of the junk. By the way, I put my phone up to the mic without putting it on speaker, thinking that would pick up any right. sound. Yeah, no, no nobody's going to hear anything, just to be clear. And at the end of each season, there's a cumulative winner as well. Oh, or, I didn't sorry, know Sorry, the end of each series. Series. Thank you. Thank you for saying that properly. Um, at the end of each series, there's a winner, and they basically just get like a big bust of... The Taskmaster, Greg Davies. Do you think that British people have as much fun impersonating American accents? I as... don't. <clears throat> I think it's much more boring for them. I think it's much easier for them. 
easier to do American? Yes. Oh. Yeah, for sure it is. Well, do you think they all like, I talk like this because I'm American? No, not because like you watch House and he he does. Okay, that's a professional actor who has had <clears throat> been coached by a voice coach. Okay, but watch an American professional actor do a British accent and a lot of times it's fucking horrible. I don't know. Keanu dude. Reeves? Princess Switch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Princess Switch, Vanessa Oh, wait, Hudgens. hold on. That's against my point. Yeah. <laughs> Americans are much worse at it. British people are much better at American accents. It's much I don't easier. Know. Think listen to any song by a British person. Listen to an Adele song and you might think that she's an American if you just heard her singing. But then she goes up on stage and thanks everybody at the Grammys. Mm, I'm glad that you said thank correctly. Of course. Yeah. And she sounds complete like listen to the Beatles. Their music sounds like it could be American, but then they talk like this. What was that? <laughs> that was, that not... was pretty good. I thought that was pretty no. good. I'm in the Beatles. Yeah. I'm here from the Beatles speaking on the podcast Say right now. Say thank you. Say thank you as a Beatle. Thank you. <laughs> this is the Beatles. We really appreciate you listening. That was pretty good. Not bad, right? Yeah, it was great. But yeah, they sound like that, but then they sound like, love, love me do. That's completely different. That sounds like an American. So... Because here's the thing. It would be awesome to hear an American singer sing in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> The like prob- Michael Bublé's like, um, hey, everybody, uh, can't wait to sing you a song. And, well, that's a good uh, Michael Bublé. Just have a great night, and hey, let's listen to this. Fire me to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. You can't do it. You Here's what happened you to can me. Only sing I it thought in- of, <laughs> let's sing a Christmas song. Didn't couldn't think of a Christmas Fly song. To the moon Frank Sinatra is, popped into my head, and Christmas then my song? brain was all just like, "Everybody, throw everything at the wall. We're <laughs> fucked at this point." <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you very much for coming to this elevator with the jazz music. <laughs> yeah, but no, because we speak the language properly, and they have a weird accent mm, sick um yeah so you get the bust of greg davies is the big thing that you can win on this show it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of um anthony anderson's mama the oh, doris yeah, the bust the, the doris bust doris award it, yes it's this is the greg davy this is the taskmaster busk bust busk Busk is what you... You've what been I, having a lot <laughs> of trouble pronouncing words. I'm having several mini strokes, yeah, okay. all right? And after, I was just thinking about what I was going to do afterwards, which is Busk doing my Girl from Ipanema elevator horn oh, music okay. on the corner. Got it. Because that's how I make $75 the honest way. <laughs> Stealing other people's content? Making money off of it? Well, no, I'm a small business, so it's different. <laughs> I have an Etsy shop where You're I You're right. It. Yeah. It's not Mario. It's Mario that I'm making. <laughs> exactly. That's how they say it in England. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, uh, they tried to, or they did make an American version of this show on Comedy Central. And it also featured Alex Horn as the assistant. Okay. And the taskmaster was Reggie Watts. Okay. And... Not super authoritative. <clears throat> it lasted for a season. And it didn't really work out the same. Because here's the thing. I mean, there we've talked about this before when we talked about The Weakest Link, I think. There is <clears throat> some delineation between American humor and British humor. Sure. 
I generally find British humor to be superior. It is a little more biting, a little more sarcastic, a little less fluffy. Okay. Um, I think like Monty Python is probably my biggest comedic inspiration. You used to have an Xbox and your gamer tag was Monty Python? Yeah. Is that because you liked Monty Python or because it kind of sounded the similar? I mean both. Okay. But yeah. I would say American is bigger in my life, but yeah, Monty Python is for sure a huge influence. Right. I think I think that's huge. Well, I think Mel I think my two biggest comedic influences are Monty Python and Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is American. Um but I think what he shares with Monty Python in that there are there are different styles of comedy, but they're both highly irreverent, which is what I look for in good comedy. And sometimes that gets pushed too far, in my opinion, as a comedic observer. Like, I what I really don't like is the Eric Andre show. Oh, yeah. I don't find that funny. Right. And that is highly irreverent. To the point of it being completely nonsensical. Yeah. So I don't like that. That's Eric Andre is the closest example to what these young YouTuber prank channels are. Wow. Nice Trying to dips. make people uncomfortable, as uncomfortable as possible. Right. So, but, but I think there's a certain level of irreverence that you can put into things that is just so funny to me that, that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And so I think... There's probably a little bit of a disconnect in translating something like Taskmaster from the British audience to the American audience. Yeah. It also, the people on it were kind of not... And again, maybe it's the same way in the UK. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt that these are people that people know. Yeah. But the people, like the contestants, were not people that... They were mostly comedians and like... A couple of them I was kind of familiar with, like Kate Berlant. She won it. Okay. Um, that she won this the season, but there weren't people that the majority of people or even close to half of people would know who they are. Okay. So that probably takes away from. It. Also, panel style shows are huge in the UK. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Not as much here. Um, there's like, would I lie to you? We'll probably talk about that at some point. That that's just a big part of their television culture and it's not really big here so i so i think that probably is is part of the reason it didn't translate very well but yeah it only lasted one season on comedy central got the axe get out of here and i mean that's saying something because like trevor noah still gets to be on comedy central every day and he's not (laughs) funny at all um so you got to be really unfunny to get canceled but uh but yeah and then they've actually so this year Last year, 2020, we had, uh, you remember, you remember COVID-19 back in 2020? I do. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Good guy. (laughs) No, no, no. Bad guy. Really, really bad guy. Um, Wait, are we canceling COVID-19 already? Bat guy. You think that's better than (laughs) a couch ottoman joke? (laughs) About the same level of badness. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. Um... So back when we had COVID-19, back in the year 2020, they obviously weren't able to film anything for a while. And what I thought was really cool, they did home tasking, which was Alex Horn set the stuff up online 
where he gave tasks to the people at large and mm -hmm. you had to submit a YouTube video of you doing that task. The people at large, like there's no panels, like anybody could do it? Was do just it? Any, it was like us, whoever. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so anybody could submit. Free content. Right, exactly. Submit their YouTube video, and then um, Greg Davies judged uh, the winners of, That's each cool. of, the of each of the tasks. So I thought that was a, a cool way to transition. We saw a lot of people doing like this Tonight Show from their home on mm -hmm. an iPhone or whatever, things like that. I thought that was a cool way to take this show, which obviously, like I said, in six years, there's been 84 episodes, which is... For a British TV show, a lot. Like, British yeah. TV shows don't last that they long, They usually generally. do four, and they're like, I'm ready to move on to the next thank you. <laughs> that was good. That was... Thanks. And they always say thank you in every <laughs> sentence, by the way. So that's the weird thing about British people. I yeah, think. they're Just, way too kind. It's like little, Canadians. Little like, proper. stop saying thank you. But, yes, they've they've since gone back to recording in studio, not so much in front of a an audience. Yeah. Due to, you know, the COVID-19 thing. But... I thought that was a, a cool solution to a problem that, and, and not just the problem of the show, but the problem of everybody was home alone bored. So right. it gave people something to do and yeah. have a purpose in life. Nobody has purpose anymore. I've noticed that people that create content with that as the backbone or that as the nugget usually are, have a higher chance of being successful. What as the nugget? Offering something to people to better themselves instead of just saying, you know, I'm a comedian. I give out jokes and it makes people better. It's like, well, this guy is not only offering jokes and he's going to be offering actual content after he edits all this. He's also actually giving you a fun task to do. Right. So it's, it's kind of like two levels of offering something and offering content. I like it. So what's another example of that? Um, Jonda. Because she's a teacher? No, no, no. Because the do you know wife, she's doing the advent calendar situation? Uh, yes. So that in itself is she's you know she did back providing, before Christmas. Correct. She's providing a content, but she's also giving you a task to complete, and they're usually wholesome. Like it's like give someone a compliment or you know write a fun story from your childhood down. So stuff like that. There was another thing we were talking about too. It's oh, like another. uh um like Bam Margera. He provided content and also beat the shit out of his dad while he was pooping and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's not it's not quite the same. Oh, uh, okay. it's a little different. Damn. Cuz Jonna beats the shit out of me while I'm picking a crap as she's <laughs> oh, doing while her she's doing advent calendars. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's that's meaningful and impactful. I like it. Yes. But yeah, I think I think it was cool. I think it was a way to take, and I thought it was cool. How think they, is another one. Think, I think. I think. I think. Um, I I like to. Uh, so have you ever watched Luther? It's got Idris Elba. Mm -mm. It's great. You should. I don't know what it's on right now, but I'm not it. taking any more. That should be it. a. That should be a thing that we need to adopt. Like, thank you, but I'm not taking any more um, suggestions for TV shows, because it's just, it's too much. Everybody has That's a true. show to recommend to you. It's true. But the thing here's the thing. If, if it's a British show, here's the good news. You can watch the whole series today. <laughs> yeah. That's how British shows work. Like yeah. I watched Fleabag finally. Yeah, I'd watch the whole thing like right away because yeah. there's twelve episodes. Or like Qu quality over quantity. It's like people are like, oh, do you like the UK Office or the American Office? It's like, well, the American Office had two hundred and fifty episodes, <laughs> and the UK had thirteen and a special. Right. Yeah. I think I was counting the special in that thirteen, but that's. It's easy. They're easy to get through. So Luther, I think there's only three episodes a season or four episodes a season or something like that. Mm -hmm. A series. A series, yeah. And there's only been four series. Okay. 
and it but it's Idris Elba <clears throat> and he is a police officer as we would know them but as he introduces himself DCI John Lufa Lufa DCI John Lufa that's uh-huh. what he says um and and it's a pretty good show and it's also got um you're gonna have to give me more. I just told you right. that I get so many recommendations, right. and your pitch is it's a pretty good show. Yeah, and he says DCI John Luffy. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Did I'm in not, now. Did you not get that, <laughs> Detective Chief Inspector? That's what, what if that's like. how you recommended shows by how the character introduced themselves, how they say their own name? Um, I'm Doctor House. <laughs> I'm a doctor <laughs> who's British secretly. <laughs> Pops into British every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I'm a snaky British. Did you ever notice? Uh, have you seen Doctor Strange? Love? No, no. Have you seen any of the Avengers that have Doctor Strange in them? Uh, is Doctor Strange played by Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes, I have yes. seen one of the. So his X-Men. he's. You know, it's not an X Men. Don't you fucking dare <laughs> say that in front of me like that. God. Uh. So is it like the Flash? Yep, exactly. I'm gonna. All right. When did, how much more time do we have on this podcast? The um, his American accent sounds so much like House to me. Okay. For some reason, like they they have the same American accent, Coach. I think. <laughs> but yeah, check out Luther because of the way he says his name. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> that's all. That's all I have to say and say. You should watch Extras, <laughs> another British show. But it's that's also him playing got 12 a character. Episodes. Yeah, I know. Um, She's riding a bike, right? She's riding a bike, and then her clothes fall off. <laughs> that's a good Patrick Stewart impersonation. Okay. <laughs> but I've already known because I've already seen it. <laughs> and, she, and she tries to cover up, but, but I've already seen it. I've seen it all. <laughs> oh, if you guys have my, watched Extras, you'll think that's That'd be one funny. of my favorite if scenes. not, this is stupid. Yes, correct. But I like the you way... You know what? Let's take another what? call from one of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> that nobody knows about. That nobody does. Um, what I like was that they took a show that started as like a, a thing that a guy was just kind of goofing around with his friends so he could put something up on stage at a festival. The Chris Gethard Show. It R- works when there's heart and there are comedians associated with it. There you it. go. And turned that into a TV show, you know, five years later... It was so well received that people were like, "This should be a TV show." Dave mm-hmm. had the f- foresight. Dave was smoking to say, weed. You know what? Do at not the cut fridge it festival. Out. And he was like, "I'm hungry. I'm going to go to that fridge festival." <laughs> and he gets there and he's like, "Wait a minute, where are the fridges?" And then he discovers these guys. Uh, yeah. So, so I thought it was cool that they were able to transform it into a completely different medium. It's yeah. like, do you remember? Like, speaking of. Perry Como and covers and things like that. It's like when, like, I remember we had like a dashboard confessional string quartet CD. Oh my God. Back I in like high CD. school. Yeah. And then, and then I, re- I remember one day we were at Walmart and going through the CD section back when they had like a CD section. And there was a, a bluegrass modest mouse CD. Yeah. And you got that. Sure. And, because you liked Modest Mouse Absolutely. and you liked the Still string do. quartet dashboard confessional. Love it. And then but the Bluegrass Modest Mouse City did not live up to No. I remember driving down the road in your car. Uh-huh. And it was in the CD player. And then I remember you rolled down the window 
ejected it from the CD player, <laughs> and then frisbeed it out the window. <laughs> Where is my long-term memory? I do not remember this. Yeah, that's oh, something. Oh, man. That's something that you once did. So not all things that are transformed into a different media type work out very well like this one. Oh, man. Are CDs biodegradable? I think so. I th- Listen, if you are... DCO John Lufa or any other <laughs> law enforcement agent listening to this show right now, arrest this man. <laughs> he just admitted to littering. The haircut is making me feel ill. Isn't arrest this man or arrest this woman in that song? Um, Karma police. Arrest this man. Yeah, that's the next Red. line. Yeah, nice. So uh, that is a connection that I made. <laughs> Radiohead British. <laughs> yes. Boom. Are they British? Yeah. Oh. Tom York? I've never heard. Yeah, and of- guess what? And guess what? To my point, you just asked me if a band whose songs you've heard dozens of many times mm-hmm. is British. Correct. Because everybody sings in an American accent. But does, does that make it the right accent? Well, because look, the song that you just sang, Karma... Mm-hmm. Police. In if you were speaking in British, you'd say comma. You wouldn't say karma. You wouldn't pronounce that R like that. Mm-hmm. It's roticism, and they use it when they sing, but not when they speak. Wow. Do you think they do it just to spite us? Oh, of course they do. They think they're so much better than us. Oh, we've got Monty Python. Oh, we dress as women. We don't even have actual women in our shows. We just dress up as them. Which is pretty funny. You couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it's but. right because it's funny. <laughs> you couldn't do it anymore, really. But like the Lumberjack song, that's a classic. That's a banger. Don't. You're 34. What? You don't get to say words like banger. Why not? I've listened to Travis Scott. <laughs> I have the Travis Scott t-shirt. By oh, the way. you got it. Did it you, was delivered. Did you post it on eBay? Not yet. If anybody wants to buy it, I'd be happy to sell it for to you. For $1,000. No, I will sell it for what I paid for. I'll trade for it for a, a PS5. A measly $100 that I paid for. And this it. is a nice leather jacket? No, it's a t-shirt that says it's a McDonald's ketchup packet and it says okay. Travis Scott. Okay, but it's made out of something that's not cotton. Like it's made out of a fancy material like gold or something. It's made out of two materials, polyester Oh, so and cheaper? Cotton. So cheaper cotton? Uh-huh. Okay. That's a bummer. It's a banger. <laughs> and mash. <laughs> bangers and mash. Yeah. Have you ever had bangers and mash? Yes, I have. It's very good. Have you I had mean, it's blood just like pudding? I've not had blood pudding, no. It's good. I, one time I went to England, and so I felt like I had to kind of eat whatever their food was. Sure. And most of it to was, assimilate to the culture. Yeah, but most of it was just the same as our food. To be honest with you, well, did you just go to McDonald's? Well, right, yeah. Okay. As, aside from slight changes in the menu, it's going to be pretty much the same thing. Well, I mean, I was there for like a week, so I went to McDonald's a lot. Okay, not yes, just once. right. I went to no, I went and I saw a, a Shakespeare play in the Globe Theater. Do they? act in american accents as well <laughs> nope they, they act in way more british accents than their regular oh, accents okay and you know how people will like on broadway they'll second act a show have you heard of that it's like if you can't get tickets on intermission everybody goes outside for like a smoke break and then you just 
sneak back in with them oh. and watch the second act of the show from like an empty seat or a standing room location or something like that. Okay. What I did was I first acted a show, which was I bought a ticket, <laughs> I watched the first act, and I went, okay, I get it. And then I left. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's a little bit different, but interesting you know, strategy. Same, same general idea. But on my way there, I was like, I, I'd like to pay full price for half the content. <laughs> yeah. I stopped at at a place to eat, and I was like, well, I'm gonna go see a Shakespeare show. I might as well get some fish and chips. <laughs> Make it a true British experience. <laughs> fish and chips was good though, right? Well, yeah, it was just a fillet of fish sandwich at McDonald's and some fries. But oh, it was at McDonald's. Everything was. Got it. I don't know Got if they it. have any other restaurants. You missed there. out. There's some good food in other countries. Uh, figgy pudding. What's figgies? Is it figs? I don't think so. I think that's the. Well, it's like um, mince meat, not not meat. I don't think shin meat, shin bone, <laughs> shins. Yes, but yeah, warm, I think warm, sticky, as figgy far, pudding. As far as British stuff goes, mm-hmm. I would recommend Taskmaster. I don't know. Did you find a way to watch full episodes legally in the United States? No, everything I watch is on YouTube. Okay, that's what I. That's the only way I was. I've been able to find it all. But so. it was so easy to find. I yeah. assume that they put it up. Yeah, there. It lo- it's like high quality, very high quality. Like they'll have full episodes or full like segments. No commercial breaks. Yeah, exactly. So check it out. It's cool. It's a very fun show to watch. And nothing. I was afraid stuff was going to get lost. Sometimes there are inside jokes or British <laughs> inside things. jokes stuff that doesn't get off that little island it's over just, here. You know, sometimes there's there's a uh, a disconnect, and there was not a single time when there was something I didn't understand. They were just riffing off of the funny situation. Right. They, they weren't making a lot of like Margaret Thatcher jokes. Or right. Something. Yeah. But yeah, I liked it. Do you have a make it better? I don't really. My only Don't make speak it better, in those stupid accents. Whoa. Wow. Hot sports opinion. I would say no. My only make it better was, and I don't know the feasibility of this, but I kind of like the idea of contestants being regular people instead of... But then they don't have... Because there's fun banter on their I side agree. too. I agree with that. But, but I do feel like when everybody on stage is an actor or comedian, it takes away from the game showness of it okay because it's not something that i can do i can go and compete on jeopardy or family yeah. feud or whatever i un- well not right now but in a couple of years yeah once i'm big in the uk you're gonna have to drop that stupid american accent and start speaking start speaking in the queens thank you thank you i emptied this bathtub wait say thief. Drinking the say water. thief in a british accent I don't think they say thief. <laughs> I don't think they say thief. Thief. I think they say thief. Um, no, they, they say feeth. <laughs> they switch it. Yeah. They just switch the F and the TH uh. But yeah, that's the only thing that I would maybe do. Because for me, this is a four out of five buzzers. I really enjoy it. I think it's a mm. great entertaining TV show. Mm. It loses a buzzer because it, it loses some of the game show earnestness. Okay, so it's basically on principle. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go 4.5. I think it's a great show. Like 4.5? Is there... 4.5 buzzers. It's it's very enjoyable. The guy that is the host... Greg Davies, the the Taskmaster? The guy that hosts the show. Yes, the Taskmaster. Is a mix between he's like friends with the comedians but he's also a little bit of a dick so he's not right. quite 
at you're the weakest link level. Right. But it's a fun. It's that British sarcastic back and humor forth. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Where they're able to be dry and insulting as long as it's funny. Yeah. So that's that's everything about it I enjoyed. I loved that it was well-edited segments of them doing this and the commentary. I thought that was such a smart thing. But you also get the fun chaos of an actual live event at the right. very end. So, But I like that it's a four to one split. I think most of them should have been pre-recorded and edited and stuff. Right. It just makes the show flow really well. Also, the way they edit it is really great because they expect sometimes the contestants to say things and they go, oh, really? Is that, you You thought that? Well, well, let's go and see if we caught another angle of that and they catch them in a lie. Right. So I, that might be scripted, but I don't know. It seems honest when the, they're yeah. doing it. Yeah. No, I, like I said, I really enjoy it. I think it's really good TV. I think, Track it down, watch it, at least check out some pay for segments it. This would be clips. something that I would, I would be you, fine re- seeing how I could pay to. I want to subscribe to let Dave us on know demand. how we can get you. Can we vent? I imagine I can, can just Venmo, Venmo Dave, you at Dave on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> just send me some Blu-rays or something. Uh, yeah, I'm fine to watch it. Yeah, I say seek it out, watch it, be entertained because you will be entertained you because. Will. Again, it's one of those shows where you are thinking, here's how I'd solve it. Here, dude, th- this person should yeah. be doing this. And then when somebody does do that thing, you're like, oh, yeah. And then that thing also fails miserably. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no, I was wrong, I guess. So, <laughs> I guess, no, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. So it's I, I, like if you watch, if you read the YouTube comments on some of them, it's just people offering their suggestions on here's how I would have done it. Like that's all it is. Um, so it's really cool. And um, if you've got $75... You can get Jonathan Monty to do anything. No, so reach out to I him on just Fiverr. clearly said that I have put up a boundary. I will not make you, I will not suggest any hilarious yet mean prank ideas. All right, coward. Anyway, this has been another episode of Come On Down about the British television show Taskmaster, previously on Dave, now on Channel 4, nice. which is a much less original channel name. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, if you've got any uh, you know ideas for tasks that we should do, email us at comeondownshow Ooh, at fun. gmail.com. We'll do some tasks. We'll do a Taskmaster episode of us doing tasks Ooh. right here. But you'd have to watch it on YouTube because it's not going to work as an audio-only format. Uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Come On Down Show. And until next time, welcome to 2021, you guys. You made it's, it. We made it. It's going to be a great year, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you for listening.